Welcome back to another episode of 10 Songs with Aaron, the VIPs and MP3s edition, where I take a stroll down memory lane to talk about some of my friends that I've met, as well as some of my favorite songs that remind me of them. So this time around, I'm going to get into another newer friend, you could say. You guys probably, to this point, have realized that I don't really meet a lot of people that often from work, and the few people that I do pick up along the way, I tend to keep around a lot. So this time around, I'm going to get into my friend Jen. So she was somebody that would come to my building often. You know, I'd see a lot. At some point, we start, we struck up a conversation, chit-chatted, talked to each other. And we just got along. You know, we became friends through that. You know, and through the years, we've definitely become pretty close. That, you know, we see each other often and... You know, we hang out, we do stuff together, of course. You know, one of one of the big things for her is that, you know, she's big into a lot of Korean stuff, Korean dramas. You know, she definitely reps her Korean side, which ultimately catapults me into becoming more interested in Korean culture and definitely K-pop. So without further ado, let's just get into Jen's top 10. So number 10, Chainsmokers featuring Halsey Closer. This got to number one in 2016. This got a Grammy nomination for Best Pop Duo or Group. If there's any song that I know Jen dislikes, it is this song. She definitely hates the the white boy talk rapping or whatever you want to call it of the Chainsmokers. But for some reason, I really like this song. Possibly because it's just the easiest song to sing in karaoke. It is catchy as hell. It is relatively a stupid song. It's my belief that Halsey will do collaborations with every artist that I know in her career. It's a funny song. Whenever I hear it, I can almost sense like Jen rolling her eyes. Number nine, Taylor Swift, Trouble. This got to number two in 2013. I think I've always kind of been a Swifty. I used to like her earlier work, not as much of the new stuff when she became much more pop-centric. This one just got to my attention because you think the song is going in one direction but it takes like a a hard right turn somewhere and for that reason I, I do like it because it's it's different and while it lacks the the typical heart that Taylor Swift has with most songs as as her pop songs go this is the one that I like the best number eight Tiffany Young not Barbie so this came out in 2019 Tiffany Young is from the legendary K-pop group Girls Generation. She is American-born, so she went to Korea to be part of Girls Generation. And after her contract was done in 2017, she decided to move to America to start a solo career. So Tiffany Young, I think she's a Hoppa girl. You know, when I when I hear this song, definitely repping Korea, she's bringing over the K-pop aesthetic, the look, the dancing, while also, you know, staying true to herself. This is a song that has a definite good message, you know, about being yourself, not trying to be something you're not. You know, definitely a song that's probably a lot of you haven't heard, but you guys should definitely check out. Next up, Jenny's solo. So Jenny is from... Blackpink. This was her first solo debut. It's just funny for me because Jen hates it when she's called Jenny. So that's why when I first heard this song, it always stuck. Blackpink is definitely a, a group that she, that Jen introduced me to. So, you know, for some of you guys out there that have been in, inundated by me sharing so much K-pop with you, the person that you could probably direct your quote-unquote anger to would be Jen. 
because she's the one that showed me what K-pop is capable of. Number six, Wendy featuring John Legend, written in the stars. This came out in 2018. This is from SM Entertainment Station, where they do different types of collaborations, hybrids. And so this time around, they brought in John Legend to sing with Wendy from Red Velvet. Wendy's Canadian-born, if I'm not mistaken, Canadian, uh, Korean-Canadian. And so she also went to Korea to start her career with the group Red Velvet. But she is definitely one of K-pop's best singers of this generation. Like, when you hear the song, this is just one a great ballad. I love this song. Um, real smooth. If you like John Legend, you would like this song as well. Good harmonies, strong, just... They're just vocally showing off at this point. Again, this song probably didn't make it very far, but definitely one of those songs that you gotta listen to, maybe play on your wedding day. <laughs> Number five, IU, Good Day. This came out in 2012. I think this was an, a perfect all kill in South Korea. Where it's number one, you know, real time, weekly, and monthly charts. IU is Korea's little sister. Part of this whole introduction to K-pop thing was the fact that I saw on Netflix Hyori's Bed and Breakfast, or in Korea it's called Hyori's Homestay, which featured the Hyori and her husband Sang Soon. They opened up their house to make it a bed and breakfast for normal people. They needed an assistant, so they called on Lee Jian aka IU to help them at that point she was burnt out from doing music for a little while and wanted to just get away so she went to Jeju Island to help Hyori to start up this bed and breakfast and when I watch this show it's something that I would never think that would happen here like it would almost be similar to like Beyonce telling telling Taylor Swift to help to be the maid at their house and they open up to normal people so that's why I appreciated Hyori, IU. I mean, she, with this song, Good Day, I mean, this, this struck a chord with Korea. Um, everybody loves this song. She's sweet. I'm just watching the show, My Mister. She's an actress. She definitely sings very well. If you're going to listen to some K-pop, I would put IU right up in the top five of what you should listen to. Number four, Eminem, Rap God. So this got to number 7 in 2013. Got a Grammy nomination for Best Rap Performance. So Eminem just came last year, 2019, to Hawaii. Performed for the first time. And so I got tickets. And so I took Jen with me to see Eminem because she also likes Eminem. I was so happy that he performed this song because I needed to hear it live at least one time in my life. You can check that off on my personal bucket list. Eminem's top five rapper, Dead or Alive. What else can you say about Eminem? Number three, Blackpink's Do-Do-Do-Do. So this is the first song that I heard introduced to me by Jen. She was like, you should listen to this song. To that point, I had not heard anything from Blackpink. I was slowly delving into IU, which IU is a little more pop, acoustic pop at her best. Blackpink was... K-pop in its fullest and greatest capabilities. I tell people Blackpink is the reincarnation of TLC. Singers with a built-in rapper, all the swag, and do 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 is is that song. They pull it off. Just it's a monster song. When it came out, 
it got to number 55 in 2018, and that's in the U.S. I think it was an all-kill in Korea as well. Because I heard this song, I mean, it intrigued me to the point where I wanted to listen to more K-pop. I wanted to see them in concert. You know, I want to do all that. So, yeah, on my bucket list definitely is Blackpink. Number two, Taeyeon Fire. So this came out in 2017. Taeyeon is the leader of Girls' Generation. Their main vocalist, lead singer, Tiny Spitfire. She looks small, frail. They used to call her the paper idol, but when she's on stage, I mean, you can't help but be captivated by her. Vocally, one of the best in Korea. She's considered the the OST, the soundtrack queen. Girls like Wendy, IU, they all look up to Taeyeon as their leader, you know, in terms of musically. But yeah, Fire is one of those songs that she completely belts and is a monster of a song. Taeyeon is another person I would want to see live. So fortunately for me, I got to see an IU concert. I didn't see all of it, but at least I saw her live. That was great. Taeyeon is, Taeyeon and Girls' Generation is right now number one on what I'd want to see in the not too distant future. So number one, I chose Bruno Mars, Just The Way You Are. This got to number one in 2010. This won a Grammy for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. There are times when, like, I used to talk to Jen. I think I just appreciated how she was. Just like the song was. Like, I don't know. You know, there, there are times when people put on acts or whatever to impress other people. And some people just kind of are what they are. And she was that type. And Jen's super cool. We don't talk as much as we used to. Probably because of this whole COVID situation. She's a person that I depend upon to talk to as a person that's outside of my typical group. If I, if I need help or I need ideas, she's one of those people that won't necessarily sugarcoat it. She might just tell me how it is. So I appreciate that. So that's my list of 10 songs for Jen. If you can figure out what the concept or theme of this list was, hit me up, 10songsaron at gmail.com. Like and subscribe. Do all that stuff, and I'll talk to you guys later.